It's July 25th, 2009. James, get off your phone. I'm sending it. I'm sending an email, as I said. I said the T that I'm sending an email, and you decided to just go, okay, testing audio, okay, rolling audio, okay, pulling your touch, okay, audio, rolling okay. on the water. Who are you sending an email to, James? Would you like to read to the class? To my therapist. What are you saying, or him? Hey, what's going on? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Do you need help right now, bud? I could be your therapist. Yeah, no, you laugh, but seriously. Well, you Dude, really. You're going to a fucking build a bear therapist that teaches you how to build little stuffed animals, man, and you don't realize that it's just the general employee at a build a bear. And I also didn't realize there was stuffing, you know? Thanksgiving stuffing that inside goes on the inside of, of the bears. And it's that tough. actually makes a lot of sense because they start to smell after like a good 30 minutes. Well, after you bite them and all your saliva goes into them, yeah. I just do what my dogs do. Holding for my email. You can talk to yourself for about 30 Well, seconds. you know what? While you email, uh, it's episode, I believe, 98. Is that the case? Let me check the channel. 99. Are you sure, James? It can't be. It's 99. Cool. Uh, uh, it's episode uh. 99, which is weird because I said this is episode 99 before I started doing the... Huh. Okay, that means next week we have to... We're going to have a... We got to do something crazy. Yeah, we have to do... We should do it somewhere. Like, we should try to do it somewhere else that's cooler. Okay. Like, I think that'd be cool. Like, on a rooftop. we need to have a special guest. Dude, a rooftop? How? Freed's place. He doesn't live there anymore. So then what rooftop, man? We could do Kib's rooftop? Does he have a rooftop area? God knows. God knows. He does, for sure, but we don't know. We could do your roof. Just like, dude, on the like workaholics when they're just like chilling up on the roof. Well, now that you've compared it to something else, no, okay. we have a sponsor well, this a podcast week. Podcast in the show, man. We have a sponsor <laughs> this week, and it is Raycon. Raycon. It's 2019. Everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds. But before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, you need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Ooh. Raycon earbuds started about half. Half, 50%. The price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market. And they sound just as amazing. Amazing. The company was... I don't need your help. The company was actually co-founded by Ray J. Ray J. And celebrities like Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg Cardi, B, Cardi B, Melissa Etheridge, Melissa Brandy. Brandy. It says uh, I can pick from all these, but I want to name all of them. And Junior Smith. <laughs> it's J.R. Smith. <laughs> They're already obsessed. Oh, the they did not help <laughs> co-found the business just to just to make just that Ray clear. Yeah, just Ray J did, and those other celebrities I mentioned, they're just obsessed. Yeah, <laughs> like even hashtag, why are you so obsessed with me? And hashtag Junior Smith is super obsessed. Raycon's E50 wireless earbuds have totally changed the game for me. They're so comfortable and so easy to take anywhere. Mm-hmm. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet, with no dangling wires or stems. I know a lot about dangling. Yeah, yeah. And of course, they don't just look great, they sound great too. Ah, Raycon wireless earbuds. They offer wireless earbuds for everyone in a range of fun colors and at an unbeatable price. Go to buyraycon.com slash pine to get 15% off your order. That's buyraycon.com slash pine for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. 
If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time, buyraycon.com slash pine. Thank you, Raycon, for sponsoring the podcast. You're welcome, Steve. Today, uh, Kib wasn't able to make it. He's having a, he's busy on daycation. Yeah, he's at a daycare vacation. <laughs> yeah, Kib's so at daycare. So Kib, can. yeah, a lot of you guys don't know, Kib uh, goes to daycare every day when Sammy Joe goes to work. <laughs> And so it's a great little spot. Um, and they decided to take the kids on vacation. Um, I think they're just recreating the the trek from Lord of the Rings. So I think they went to New Zealand. And it's just a bunch of three and four-year-olds just trekking hundreds of miles through the wilderness. They, I think they lost a few, for sure. Do you have your satellite phone? Do you know where he is right now? Let me check it out. That's just an iPhone, man. Well, luckily for me, I do have my satellite phone. That's just an iPhone, man. Ah. Shit, we're in the same boat. Turns to be. I know where out. he is, though. He's if it's what time is it? Eleven twenty a.m. He should be shitting. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's either shitting or probably trying to find some candy or something. And he like when he gets in his mood for candy, he's willing to do anything for it. He'll ask anyone. He'll walk into a trap. The bad. The bad part. <laughs> the bad part is uh, he's probably a thousand, a good thousand miles from any other civilization. Mm-hmm. He's up at mountaintops. Yep. He's at an incredible elevation. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be a fun one today. Where's my fucking vape? Oh, dude, I'm going to be pissed. I just noticed. <laughs> I just. <laughs> All right. And we're back. So what have you been up to today, girl? Today? What time did you... What the They're fuck was crashing? that shit, man? <laughs> what time did you wake up? Because I woke up right before you got here. Oh, maybe like 9.30, 9.45. That's when I originally woke up. And I put my you alarm blanked, back on. And then you woke up 13 hours later. Yeah. Three teens. I, you woke up at three I teens. I woke up three teens hour late. I woke up at three tweens. <laughs> <laughs> um... No, I have a... You know what my phone alarm is, right, for waking up? No. Oh, man. Every day... Oh, you know what? It's 11.20 a.m. right now. It just told me that, You're man. damn right, baby. Uh, let me set an alarm for 11.20... You can just go in and play the noise. Can I? Hmm? How do I do that? Go to noises. Found it. <laughs> Every day I wake up to this. And you just think you left the TV on? <laughs> no, this gets me fucking pumped, dude. Or I could do this one. That's my ringing tone. And that's my text tone. You hear my alarm? Yeah. Oh, Let's dude, see. you're gonna hate this. No. Oh, s- super but deadly. Come on, stop. Stop. I don't want to still have this alarm. Oh, man. That's about to get... So this is actually my uh, ringtone. Of course it is, man. <laughs> and you wake up crying every morning. I wake up. <laughs> wake up, Lauren. You left an hour ago. <laughs> what song is that? It's called Mobamba. By who? Sheck West. Obama. By... Sheck Wes. <laughs> I'm sure he's great. <laughs> so, James and I have been playing a lot of Fortnite recently, and uh, 
I was going to show you my new 90s, but... Uh, you can show me later, because we'll be playing probably right after this. I didn't think I would have time to reach level 100, but... Are you? I'm probably gonna, because they did the overtime, mm. and you can get a bunch of XP for that, that's <laughs> and awesome that's you. actually super exciting. So but you just anyway, want to get that like one little spray? Yeah. Enough about me, though. <laughs> what didn't you know to? Oh, I've been... Uh, I just finished editing the first full cut of Nick's music video. Oh, that's right. You borrowed my camera for that. Mm-hmm. Now, that's the last time that's going to happen. No, oh, it's going to happen again at the end of August. Well, I've hidden my camera, so you have no idea where it is. <laughs> but also, you have a prize for borrowing the camera. Oops. I did it again. <laughs> <laughs> Do you say you're going to have to borrow it again at the end of August? Well, it's going to start costing, bitch. Well, it's coming out of Nick's budget, not mine. Yeah, Nick's going to have to pay, baby. Yeah, fuck Nick, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Wait, what are you, are you doing another music video for him? Yeah. How do you like the... What, did you show him the final cut of the one you did? Yeah. Cool. It's really cool. I found like a really good way to do like a glitch effect that just looks so much better without using an actual like preset or something or like actual If you effect. need any help with where plugins are and what plugins to get if you needed a glitch effect i could have shown you in a um, better one than the one you got <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure i'm absolutely sure you could um i just wanted to like really figure this whole thing out on my own mm. to get better at editing Proud of you. yeah it's it's no, fun like to it. do it is do you like editing i do yeah i like like you need to be in the like the right space for sure and like I realized if I didn't have all this other stuff going on the past few weeks, I would have been able to do it in like two days, mm -hmm. but it was like impossible for me to like get into it until everything was over. Well, you certainly had a lot of time for Fortnite. I sure as hell did <laughs> because that's different than working. No. Yeah, absolutely. Aww. And we know that for sure how different that is from working because we used to do that overworking for about nine months straight, man. That is, you know, we even started playing Fortnite at the Van Nuys office and that's when I knew mm -hmm. I didn't care as much anymore. So for it wasn't sure. about, it wasn't about selling or anything. It was just about, no, it was about Fortnite became a thing. It was about hiding from the work that I didn't want to do because I wasn't enjoying it as much. Mm -hmm. And I was enjoying Fortnite way more. Yeah, man. I remember how, I'm telling you, man, once you beat, once you beat that, once you beat Fortnite, <laughs> once you get past that, like pushing through doing work that you don't really want to, but you know, you have to, and you just realize that you could put yourself in a place to just do it and get it done. You're going to be a uh, unstoppable Steve. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but <laughs> the only issue is I put myself in situations where the work I do um, relies on it being from the heart and the best I can possibly do, and if I'm not fully into it... <laughs> so for all you audio listeners out there, Steve is scraping a good centimeter thick layer of gunk off of his fucking drip tip on his vape. Oh, Nick, baby. Um, if I'm not doing work that I truly am passionate about, it's not going to be w not worth it, but it's not going to elevate me to where I need to be. Um, I'm not in a, I don't think I'm in a career path right now where that would work out. So unfortunately, if what I'm working on isn't the best it could possibly be and from the heart, then it's not worth working on at all. Um, and but do you know that that's not like right really fully? because I think that 
where we're at, like we still have a lot of growing and working up to do in the industry, despite everything that we've achieved. Um, and getting like right now, like I'm, I'm doing a, a freelance producing thing right now that I'm not passionate about, obviously, cause it's just, it's someone else's project entirely, but it's given me the chance to like, just work on that and like do what I need to do and do it the best way that I can. But also I'm not in it enough that if something goes wrong or if it's not like the end product is great, I don't. Oh, it's not going to affect me because it's not like no, my passion. Absolutely. Project. I agree with you on that. Like if I was working on that, um, like you would do a good job would, at it cause you know I would how just to do have it. to get over it. You know, yeah. like that's the kind of situation where I'd, I just have to get over but, it. Yeah. But it's not about getting over it. It's about like, take, like learn what you can from it, get the experience you can from it. You know, you're guaranteed to at least learn something, whether it's about l- working with other people you haven't worked with before, or just like a new aspect of like whatever particular role you're doing. But I think it's different. I think it's different working on something like that and working on something like sugar pine seven. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. I'm yeah. talking about only work like sugar pine seven. Like a project that you're specifically. Yeah. And I'm saying project. I put myself in these situations where sugar pine seven is the job I have. You know, it's always been like that. Like even SourceFed, I considered that like a, I couldn't make it like a Sugar Pine 7 because it wasn't really my baby. Yeah. Um, but I couldn't work on it like I wanted to because it wasn't my baby. Um, yeah. But it, I don't think SourceFed was a job like uh, the job that you're doing no, no, no. for that. It's just like, it's it's not, because I mean, what you're doing right now, that's not a passion project. It's It's a job. It's actually a job. So I'm specifically talking about passion projects. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the cool thing like that you did with SourceFed, or at least from my perspective is the role that you had in it, you brought everything that you could to the table, you know, well, whether it was performing I really or writing. really appreciate that. No, truly. Cause um, that's how we first became friends. And that's my first, like seeing you doing anything was doing that. And I was always like, Steve's has a great, personality when he's doing this he has a great sense of humor doing this and that like brought a lot to the table i wish i could go back and do source fed now um i think you'd hate it i probably would but um as a writer now i think i i think i give less of a fuck about when i'm writing and i just write to make myself laugh instead of trying to make other people laugh um and it probably wouldn't work out but i think i would make some content that would make me laugh and that's what i care about (laughs) um but no i'm not i'm not too proud of my time at SourceFed. to be honest i don't think i did um i definitely wasn't i was in it but there were a couple things that prevented me from uh really fully being in it and it's people like steve zaragoza because you look at them and their talent and everything and you just think oh i'm never gonna hit that oh he's never gonna have sex with me (laughs) I'm never going to reach that level um, because he's him and Mike Falzone is a writer. They're so far beyond what I think I'm capable of and maybe like years of, of work and There's stuff. Like they're also older shit, dude. Older than you. Dude. They're old as fuck. They're dude. literally like Mike Falzone, Steve Zaragoza. They're almost on their way out. Mm-hmm. Like they're Brett Hundley. Yeah. They're age. over the hump of life for sure. Hump day for them. About six years ago. Yeah. They lost that's that. That's the midpoint. They lost that privilege. <laughs> They're old and gross, man. And it's But f- that's a thing that you have to look at, man. They're 10 plus years older than you. That much more experience doing these things. So it's not that you're not capable at all because you are. If you were if you continued on this trajectory till that age, I guarantee that you would have 
I thought about similar that. skills or better and in then, a different way. You're also not the same type of person as they are. But here's the thing. <laughs> Pete Davidson is 15 years old. <laughs> Guaranteed. Yeah. <laughs> no. I'll, I, and then, you know, I think about that. And then I think about people that are younger than me who are doing it way better. And then. No, that shit pisses me off. Not that it. Here's the thing. I, in the past, like few months i've really been like okay stop fucking comparing yourself that's to about well you just finished what i was gonna there say there you go i was gonna page. say you know uh, about a year ago at the end of when i was like kind of done with sp7 um emotionally i stopped giving a shit um i stopped comparing everything to other people and uh, i think that was my downfall <laughs> i i wish that i had the passion for sp7 the whole way through i really do it was it was definitely a bummer to to just let it die, but you know. No, I mean, I I definitely I get that. Like, but it's it's very hard to do when you're living it. It's easy to look back and say, "Oh, I wish this or I should have done this." Easy, it's so easy to do. But when you're living it, you don't have that same perspective. And I definitely replaced some of the passion that I had for it for like getting things done and trying to be efficient that way, because. Like in the moment you're like, we have the schedule to do. We have all this fucking shit that we have planned to do. Like we have to just do it. And so I kind of like replaced half of my like, all right, let's make this the best we can to like, let's just do it. You know what I mean? Thinking that that was going to help motivation or, or help creativity, but like it doesn't. And then what was Kib doing? My maple story. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Cause me the whole time I was like, fuck it. And then you were like, no, come on. We got to And then Kib, was like whoever his his impression Kip, no Kip, whoever kib was trying to be motivating too like absolutely kib <clears throat> tried to like also be like we have to do this stuff jesus man you know what i ate last night what let me remember was it one of those hundred bags of starbucks no it was uh first i ordered baskin robbins got myself a sunday nice afterwards um i had ordered a little bit of ice uh, cream twerk. I ordered some beef tacos from Crave Cafe along with an Oreo cake. And to top it all off, I got some taquitos. Got some tequila. Yeah. Nice, dude. That sounds awesome. Skull bottle tequilo. <laughs> tequilo. Uh, tequilo? You guys want some tequilo? Shots of tequila? the fuck are you saying, man? Tequilo green. <laughs> tequilo green. <laughs> fuck everybody. I didn't realize the Area 51 raid was... Fucking September 20th. That's so long to wait, dude. Everyone's going to lose interest by then. It's not a real thing, dude. No one's going to show up. And I'm sure do, someone's going to show up. I can't wait. But if that many people did show up, I was watching a thing about how everyone would just get stuck in traffic on the one road that they're able on to get there. the one road that stretches 100 miles out yeah. to the desert. Dude. <laughs> mm, 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 okay, get out of the way. Get out of the way, Billy. Shut up. Daquan, <laughs> I'm watching Daquan on my phone. Billy, just get out of the road. You're the one car blocking us. Daquan, <laughs> day's day's gone. I need to. Oh, dude, I I spent sixty bucks on No Man's Sky. Don't like it. You don't like it? I don't like the gameplay. It moves around really shitty. It's just like the idea of it is amazing, and I love how long it takes to get anywhere. I do. I think that's really cool. Mm. Um, but I immediately open it up. I put it on the best settings possible. Do you no have motion a first blur. person or third person? Third person. 
try first person. Because that's how it was originally meant to be, was first person. I didn't even know you could get on first person. And they, would, like, <clears throat> when they did that huge update that, like, fixed the game and made it just so much better, added so much to it, they added the third person um, thing to it. I just know that I opened it up, started moving around, and I moved the mouse left to right, and it yeah, was it so like that, delayed. Yeah, pan thing, yeah. And I felt disgusting playing it. But I turned motion blur off that made it a little bit better. Try first person. You might like that better. Yeah. Um, Once you, like, get going and, like, have your base and stuff like that, it's really cool. No, I believe you. I just, I really want a game where I can build an underground shelter away from zombies. Don't say Minecraft. Build an underground shelter that has semi-realistic graphics, and I can build up my shelter underground or above ground. I don't really give a shit, but I can build the shelter exactly how I want it, get resources, bring them back, maybe help survivors or something. Um, maybe in a, as a no first-person shooter. Like I'm sure there is. I just haven't found it, but I don't, I don't really want an MMO or some bullshit. And yeah. I mean, an MMO would be cool, but or one uh, that has a lot, like you could do a lot just single player. But people like you are could like, do so much single player, but there might be like I don't want Ark Survival. I don't want Rust. I want an FPS that has fun gameplay, good shooting, uh, base building, survival resources. But I want I want a very customizable base. Like I want to build it from the ground up, and I want to do this shit. Um, and I I don't want some indie game that's early access that yeah. isn't full. I want like a good game, you know. So. I don't know if that game's out there. I've been searching for it. I've been going on Steam. So far, no luck. But maybe someone out there has an idea. I think that there's going to be, and it doesn't have zombies, but I think there's going to be another huge update with No Man's Sky that is going to add, like, a lot more of, like, a multiplayer, like, part of it where it's a lot easier to run into people. Because right now it's, like, still hard to run into people like you, you have can to, run into people yeah you have you ever run to, into you someone you can go to somebody's game oh right okay or like i thought you just meant the second you loaded up you could run like into you're someone. around people and shit no <clears throat> um apparently there's like an entire civilization that users built in no man's sky and it's like an entire like section of stars that are all every planet around them is all like colonized and shit but I don't know. Dude, that's I, so cool. I know, it's really cool. And there's what? like and there's like laws that like they've made for the civilization and shit like that. You can't do Do they have police things. officers? I probably What do these people do all like what happens when they go have to go to bed? And I, does everyone just run amok? Do they have people on shifts? I don't know. That's so cool. I know. I looked up like how do I get to this? But apparently you have to like I think beat the game first, which gives you access to these like um stargates, so you could like warp anywhere. Anywhere. Is there a story in the game? Yeah. It's like oh. a loose story, but there's a story. It's That's about interesting. Like, um, <clears throat> it's kind of like ancient alien type of stuff. Like you find these ruins and stuff like that and you like investigate. Sounds a lot like Subnautica. That's a fun game. That's actually That's the best similar, base right? building game I've played so far. That's I want Subnautica, but with maybe zombies or monsters or something um, or just surviving in, in the wilderness like, uh, oh, you know what game? Don't suggest the forest because I've already played the shit out of that. Is that fun? Yeah, it's really fun. The forest is fucking scary, so is just, dude. Oh, really? Yeah, it's is it really just good. Like survival. In you the land of the in a plane. The plane crashes in the middle of this. It's like you're <clears throat> being hunted by the Sentinelese, but they're mutated. Oh shit! It's really spooky, um, and it's pretty difficult. 
You can build like a big tree house and shit or in a cave. You know what? I might go play the forest after this. That sounds fun. It's really good. And you can play with a friend. Let's do it. Yeah. But first, we're going to be playing Fortnite today. Absolutely. Dude, we should totally do... uh, Oh my God. We should should totally play the forest together. You want to stream that? Um, Yeah. I mean, I'm down. I kind of want to just play with you as a friend though. Well, I only play... (laughs) I'm only like in this for the clout, dude. Yeah. I have uh, 20 viewers now. And I usually have about the same. <laughs> and people are always mad. And like it's the same like, viewers like, having both stream up in. Steve, why don't you talk to people in the chat? It's like, you know, sometimes I will. Yeah, but sometimes. But most of the time, I'm trying to fucking play hard, dude, man. Dude, for me, it's so distracting. Mm-hmm. And also, like, if you look at any, like, big streamer, when they're playing... They're not talking to the chat. They might like laugh at one thing, but they're playing the like they're playing their game and shit, talking to whoever they're playing with. And then uh, between matches, when it's loading up, they're like talking to the yeah. That's what I need to get better like at. Between matches, talking to yeah. the chat because that's an easy time to do it. But uh, I'll also get really pissed. Looking what we at should the chat. do is um, some people just post post bullshit and it's annoying. Yeah. I I can't even get like anything legit yet because I'm not a partner or uh, an affiliate yet because I haven't. I just started streaming, and so I have to get like. You have to get what? Five hundred minutes a month to stream to be an affiliate. I think I am. No, you are. I'm verified. I this happened a long time yeah, ago, yeah. though. Yeah, no, you like you had it a long time ago. Yeah. Um, but you only need to have fifty followers, and then you have to stream for five hundred months a month. Five hundred. <laughs> Dude, okay, so to become an affiliate, you have to stream for 500 months. A month? In one month? Dude. (laughs) I want to figure out a way to get a little, like, DSLR camera up here as a webcam, because I'm sick of this goddamn shitty webcam. Dude, we should stream some Fortnite right after this. That would be fun. I'm down. You're super busy, though, right? uh, You're super busy. (laughs) Yeah, no, look at your schedule, bitch. Oh, my project got approved. Cool. What project? For this job. What do you mean? Pro- oh, because I'm casting for it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. What's what's your what are you? Is that all you're doing for it? Or are you doing? No, everything? I'm producer. Oh, I'm shit. Producer. So you're putting money into it. <laughs> no, baby. Oh, that's executive producer. Executive producer. No, I'm just producing it. So I'm uh, they already have a location. I'm casting it. I'm getting music for it. I'm um, basically like getting any licenses that need to be got and stuff like that. So like business side of stuff. It's cool, though. Yeah, that sounds that sounds really interesting. And I was like excited because I was like, "Cool, let me like actually see if anything that I was doing during Sugarmine Seven is like applicable to the real is world." Oh, absolutely. Fuck yeah! It's like stuff that I was pleasantly surprised that I was like, "Oh, so I was actually producing for Sugarmine Seven. I wasn't just thinking that I was like producer." Because I only thought you were. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> Hey, it just got here, dude. That's how slow that was. It's a crawl, just dude. I have um a big question about something that I've been avoiding watching, but I've seen it everywhere. And it used to be I saw it more, but now I only see it when I click on Amazon Prime and a bunch of other places because it's still fucking everywhere. Guava Island. Never heard of it. It's that uh you've never seen never an ad for it. Guava it's with Childish Island? Gambino. It's his thing with Rihanna. Never heard of it. Is it a show? I don't know. I truly don't. I think it's a movie, maybe a musical or some shit. I have no idea what it is, but I want to know if it's worth watching because I think the colors in it look beautiful, but I don't know if it's going to be any good. Uh, 10 minutes. First 10 minutes. Something I do every night is I spend, I'll order food and then I spend an hour picking something to watch. And then by then I've eaten all the food and I'm not interested in watching anything and I fall asleep. Yep. I feel that. You do that too? Mm Mm-hmm. 
that like I'll have food and I'll sit down with my plate of food and then I'm looking for something and I'm just like fuck man what the fuck should I watch do you ever feel like you've watched everything in a way yeah worth watching I, yeah even though I know that I, there are specifically things that I'll see that I'm like I should watch that like I've, I'm interested to watch that but I don't feel like watching that right now I've finished watching all the old movies I'm supposed to watch not old movies but um, I mean I just watched Taxi Driver recently and movies, time? movies like that yeah um, and I'm catching up on all those and I feel like I've I've run out you know I don't I've, I don't have Scarface anymore to watch. I don't have, like, The Godfather. I finished that a long time ago. Have you seen One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? No. Is that pretty good? I haven't seen it, but I want to. It's uh, Jack Nicholson when he goes into the mental institution. Oh, shit. It's like the head nurse is, like, really mean and stuff like that. It's like a classic. Did you know that Kubrick wasn't well-received for a lot of his movies when he first put them out? That's mm-hmm. insane. Oh, yeah, dude, because he was a freak. And people are like, what the fuck is this? Fuck this isn't, doing, this isn't the movies that I know. This isn't the format that I know. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, because it's smart. There was a movie, I don't know if it's coming out or if it already came out. Have you seen Eyes Wide Shut? No. His last film? N- is that with uh, the guy from The Godfather? Is that with Marlon Brando? Mm-mm. Eyes Wide Shut. Let me look that up. Maybe I have it's, seen it. It's um, Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman. Oh... What was was it a romance? No. <laughs> it's, it's it's an erotic mystery psychological drama film directed, produced and co-written by Stanley Kubrick based on the 1926 All good movies are based on novels. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's is there any single movie that is this not not Eyes Wide Shut cuz it's not, you know, his most famous film, but like even uh, everything's based on first off everything's based on a Stephen King novel everything good is based on off of a Stephen um, King novel well that's a, that's <clears> like <throat> the thing that we run into now as creators in 2019 is that to truly think of a fully original idea that isn't inspired or isn't like no aspect of it is from something else is I would say confidently would say is impossible you're going to be inspired by the style, by the whether it's the visual style or the storytelling style, and that alone <laughs> is like hard to break free from and make it unique. Because if somebody's going to be like, "Oh, that really reminds me of this person's work," you know what I mean? And it's like, although the story might be like different, there's going to be aspects like when you're telling a certain story, like if it's a crime, say it's a crime drama, right? It's hard to like not have certain things follow each other in the story for it to still be like a crime drama. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I was thinking that with, um, uh, mid nineties. I just watched mid nineties. Oh, is that any good? It's good, but it's definitely, it's definitely a first film. Like, cause it's John Hill's first. I saw the directed. scene where he's talking in front of a mirror or something. And he's like, uh, you talking to me? Oh no, you're thinking of taxi driver. <laughs> <laughs> um, Go to bed. Go to bed. Is that you, Nick? Go to bed. You're tired. You just apologized. Sorry. No, I'm sorry, Nick. I'm sorry. I blew up at you. Hey, Nick. <laughs> Shuts him down. Yeah. Real quick. Replicates a rattlesnake. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh, fuck. Oh. Sorry. You got a little cut on your leg. What's that about, bud? Do I wear? Right here, bud. You got oh, a little cut. A you okay? Burn. You okay? Still rug burn. You're taking care of uh, Kib's dog while while he's away, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, How I'm is taking that? him to their neighbors tomorrow. It's in bread, right? Yeah, it's made out of bread. 
mid nineties. Um, before I saw it, I saw like on IMDb, like he named some of his inspirations for it. One of them was This Is England, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. Have you ever seen that? No, but you always talk about it. You it's should, the Nazi one. It's about uh, skinhead culture in You've 1980s. shown me many clips from it. I feel like I already have seen it. No, you it. should watch it. I think okay. you're really going to like it, truly. Um, did you finish Old Boy? I have another movie to watch. There Jesus, watch dude. I'm so stupid. Because you have my DVD. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he said that one of his inspirations for mid-90s was This Is England. And so I was like, oh, cool. I've never heard that from any filmmaker saying that this is like an inspiration. Um, and then watching it, I'm like, yeah, this is definitely an inspiration from This Is England. There's skinheads in it? No, no, no. But like the story <laughs> progression is very similar. Hmm. Um, at least the first like act of it, for sure. Dude, I love when uh, people say they're paying homage to certain creators when really they're just taken from them. Mm-hmm. It's so... Because they don't understand what that means. Yeah, you know, I was heavily inspired by it. You just took it. You just did the same idea. <laughs> and maybe changed a couple details in the story. But you but did barely. the same idea. You did the thing that made it so the way it is. And yeah. now yours is the way that other one was. And people don't understand that that's not homage. So they're going to be like, yeah, this one, <clears throat> actually like this one better. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, homage, I think, is being inspired by something, but not doing it the same exact way mm-hmm. putting your own spin on it but having little remnants involved that remind you maybe one little easter egg that's yeah. like on the nose where you're like um one thing that a filmmaker always has in there is like for tarantino always says that what is the red something cigarettes that he always has in all of his uh movies like you put like just that in one scene of like a movie that's like a little homage. Speaking of Tarantino, I heard some interesting news about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I heard it's his best film in like a long time. Oh, I heard it's not his best film, but it's amazing. And it's not anything like any other Tarantino film. It's a comedy. It's a comedy. What's That's bu- so it's exciting. A comedy. I also heard the second act is kind of boring, but the first it's and third act are amazing. two hours and 45 minutes, dude. You could be Tarantino. You could be Michael Schindler. You could be fucking Martin Scorsese. Don't make a two hour and 45 minute long thing unless it's Lord of the Rings. Or Endgame. Because that's nonsense. Because it action. needs to be. Yeah. And you, exactly. Like, I, I love that. Like, when filmmakers do that, because not enough filmmakers do that. Actually, almost every Bollywood movie is like two and a half hours plus. Well, I don't know a single thing about Bollywood movies. No, I don't. I've never. I don't think I've ever seen a Bollywood movie. Well, they're all musicals, right? There's like, dude. There's like dance numbers and shit. And like, (laughs) I fucking. It could be like. They could be like a rape. They need to. And then afterwards, they like. She like leaves the house and she's like, "I'm all alone," and the whole street like joins in and shit. And it's like, no one to call home. Why? I don't know. Maybe Americans need to bastardize that. Imagine if they had a dance number in World War Z with all the zombies all the zombies outside, outside Jerusalem <laughs> when they're all piling up on the wall. And then one zombie reaches out, a star is born. Dude, yeah, they're like piling up. And then the one zombie reaches the top of the wall and it's from the other angle and then climbs over. We're here. We're coming. They do the thriller thing. 800 million fucking zombies. <laughs> This is going to take 18 years to render if we put a dance number on them. I just put them on a simulation so that all the bodies roll. They no, need no. 
No, no, do it. Trust me. <laughs> Seth, I, I, I can't. No, look, you have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> he was, um, oh, dude. So, oh, I really want to talk about this. Um, Comic-Con. Everyone was getting really excited. Be- well, at first, everyone was excited because they thought they were going to be able to bash um, David Benioff and uh, D.B. Du Bois. D.B. Weiss. Uh, I D. guess they're, they're just called D2 now. Um, like T2? They, they were able to, they were going to be able to bash D2 at Comic-Con because they were supposed to be on a panel. They ended up not showing up. It was a last minute cancellation. So Actually? Yeah, they didn't show up. But people were still in line, you know, to ask good questions. Two of the people that I heard of that got kicked out of the line, one of them was a girl uh, dressed up as Danny with a Starbucks cup. That's hilarious. Yeah. They kicked her out of the line because it was an offensive costume. What? And then I forget the other guy's costume, but it was a little bit more heinous. Uh, But it's still like, these are costumes that are people that people are wearing and you're going to... They were some of the first the first people in line and everything waited there for so long. Then they didn't have time for questions. No time for fan questions. But How unreal canceled? is that? They didn't cancel? No, the actors didn't cancel. They had to do the panel oh, alone. But D&D did. D&D canceled. So they didn't go. Okay, but the actors then they had no time for questions. But Seth Rogen on a preacher panel talked so much shit about... Uh, the writing of Game of Thrones season eight, and he's being hailed as a hero on uh, the Free Folk subreddit, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Are you involved in that subreddit? I've seen it. It's quite funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'm not going to talk too much about it because uh, I don't. What's that other Reddit you like? Uh, Come inside me. No, the other one. Okay, buddy. Uh, well, yeah, I wish I could one. say it on the What's podcast. What's the name of that one? Well, you know, I'm not gonna. I'm not here to name names. Okay. Um, I'm also not here to promote things that people don't want promoted uh, because I don't want uh, any negative backlash, and I don't want to seem like a loser. And I'm, <laughs> sure, I'm well, no, I'm certainly not. You know, right, like right. everybody knows it, and I'm not a loser, and I'm not an incel, even though I've grown accustomed to this lifestyle I lead in this room, and I. Yeah. I think we were talking the other day about me potentially being an incel, and I assure you I'm not. Kip and I believe that you've become an incel. (laughs) (laughs) Truly. I I, I mean, look at that. Do I need to remind you I have a fiance, man? man. But barely. No, I have a fiance. Look at at the hair right here on the side of your head, man. It's cute. (laughs) Are you kidding? This? This? This is cute. What is? Your hair? I was imitating you, bitch. Get with it. Nick's in the fu- Nick! Nick! Get out of the garden! Nick! Get out of the garden! Come here! Oh, look, he's playing with the trees. Nick, what are you doing, Nick, man? what are you doing? Oh, dude, you opened the windows Nick. a bunch of fucking spider webs. Come over here, Nick. Nick, come over here. Dude, there's so Nick, many come spiders. Over here, dumbass. What are you doing poking around in the garden? What are you doing poking around in the garden, man? Hey, folks. Great to see you. Great to have me. They can't see you, man. Great to be here. Come around over to your left. Or your right. You're right. No, this is pretty much as close as I can get. Well, James is blocking you entirely. He's a big man. A lot of spiders. He's just poking around in the fucking garden. Get out of there, Nick. He has a can of a drink. Is that a beer? I think he left his beer in the bushes last night. I'm not supposed to talk about Nick's sex stories anymore, but... Man, was there a funny one recently. Man, I'm gonna have to tell you after the podcast, okay. but it involves um, 
Alyssa and Natalia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they do podcasting in his. Uh, Dude. Ah, man, I have to tell you after it involves it involves Alyssa. Like I was saying, I'm not an incel. Um, I'm not even sure what that means, really. Okay. Okay, well, you seem to think I am, so why don't you why don't you explain to me why I am? Okay, I will. Yeah, do it. So this is this is one of the key factors. You don't leave this room for five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten days at a time. Doesn't make me an insult. On top of that, you spend most of your time on subreddits. Doesn't make me an insult still. Do you want to know what would make me an incel? You hate women. Okay. That's not, that's still not an incel. And you hate Alyssa because she doesn't have sex with you. Still doesn't make me an incel though. she laughs at your big old dick. (laughs) No, but. Look at this thing. It's fucking huge. I think, I think that all of that, even if that were true, which it is, still doesn't make me an incel. Why? Because you're not posting things on incel websites? No. What makes someone an incel is feeling like they're owed sex by women but feeling owed they still can't you know get the sex because of their personalities i hope you know i don't genuinely think you're an incel yeah i know that okay but am i (laughs) yeah the feeling of entitlement being like entitlement that's girls girls don't have sex with me why because they don't want a nice guy no dude you're not a nice guy you're not a nice you're one of the worst guys Power of twins. <laughs> All right, let me keep this. Okay. Um, the fact that you think this alone means you're not a nice guy. You're not in it for the right reasons. No nice guy thinks they're a nice guy or calls himself a nice guy. I've they're never just, known a nice they guy. They just naturally like, operate nice and think in a way that is good. Yeah. And they're not even like, yeah, I'm a really good person. You know? I assure you, you're not. What are my, what are my weaknesses? I don't know. I care too much. And sometimes I sing in the shower. And but did that feel wrong? <laughs> what, what else did you say? That was a Michael Scott quote. I don't know, man. You always name these Michael Scott quotes from The Office, and that's another thing that pisses me off. Usually, you want to get click click banged, us- dude. Usually, when I can't find something to watch, you know, The Office will be on the top left of Netflix because it's everyone's go-to thing when they can't find something to watch. I didn't even want to watch that. That's how much I've seen that show and how much I've seen everything that I feel like I've wanted to see. I'm tired of feeling like I've seen everything, man. I want to watch something that's... I think you need to get out and go do stuff. That's not movies! (laughs) No, because now you're just so used to looking at everything on there and seeing all the options and you've already decided at a previous time that you don't want to watch this certain thing. Dude, it's like masturbating too much and then not being able to come a lot, if that makes any sense. Like... The amount Go that on, you come? Go on, figure it out. The amount that you come? Yeah, it's like coming. But only a little bit comes A bunch out? every day, and then when you've done it too much, only a little bit comes out. Mm-hmm. And now it's nothing. It's just dust. It's just dough. It's just dust in the wind. <laughs> Dude, I come, and it's like... You know, if you don't masturbate for a while... Um, a lot of your, like, you'll feel a lot better. A lot of your testosterone will come back and a lot of your, uh, like mental focus. will What did come you back. just say to me? A lot of my testosterone will come back as if I don't have, dude, first off, no, don't talk. Put your hand down. Okay. 
<laughs> First off, dude, I'm beefed out to the fucking max, man. That's because of all the literal beef inside you from the tacos you eat. Uh, I'm farting. Shit my pants, man. Dude, I um, I feel like I have enough testosterone. I'm jerking off all the time, man. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It I ups mean, your... No, no, no. You jerking off a lot doesn't raise your testosterone. I No, no. But if I'm jerking off a lot, wouldn't I have a lot of testosterone because I'm fucking beefed up? No. No. Of course not. Yeah. No, but explain that. What, what, what's the point of... Why, why do I need testosterone? Um, I mean, I don't know the exact like benefit that that hormone has. But you clearly think it's good. Well, yeah, because I think it just helps like your overall like attitude and motivation and stuff like that. It th- I think it's just like. Well, you um, sure you must realize that I'm I'm a very nice guy, and we're living and in a world where women. I don't want you testosterone. Okay. Because Sorry. of the effects of toxic masculinity, right. you. you know, and that's toxic elasticity. <laughs> and it's one of the biggest bummers I've ever had is being too testosty. And mm-hmm. I'm not interested in that lifestyle anymore. I want to, I want to jerk off until I don't have anything left. And I want to stay in this room and slumber and hibernate and watch videos of Michael Jameson's tigers. Um, okay. If you look at our YouTube history, you'll see a bunch of those videos. It's something I've fallen back on very recently. I used to watch his videos all the time. He has Enzo the tiger. It's a big tiger. Is that and the guy, the Brazilian guy? I don't know if he's, I think he's South African. There's a guy on Instagram and his page is like um, black tiger or black jaguar or white tiger or something. And he's this Brazilian guy who has like this. Oh, I've heard of that. Big cat refuge. And oh my it's, God. Dude, it's amazing. There's um, he'll, he'll like, there's this one video of him like sitting and you see the background like this lion like creeping up on him, like stalking him. And then it's about, it's like getting closer and closer. And then he turns around and scares it. And then it like jumps on him and they're like playing. <laughs> so the big ass fucking lion, dude. So... I have been really into crazy pets um, since forever. There's one video of a guy. I don't, I think he lives somewhere in the East, you know, pretty vague, but he lives near a river. That's a crocodile river. There's a crocodile in the river that he's raised from a youngling that he helped get back to good health. The thing is like 15, to 18 feet long I'm not exactly sure but a reporter went over there and the guy swims with the crocodile every day and plays with it I'm not even kidding that's it's crazy. it's a crocodile that n- people don't like that's one animal that you just don't do that shit well, with because you don't like or at least I don't think reptiles have the same like level of compassion that's that, like, what everybody thought would have but they do they do actually and this this crocodile loves this man and it's unbelievable. And they've, he's been at it for 20 years. 20 years. It's not like some new thing where the crocodiles are, you know, suddenly huge. The, and then the uh, reporter got in the water with it, and it got, a little, it got a little mad at him. But it didn't, like, try to bite him or anything. It just was, like, territorial. So he got out of the water. and Or, no, he didn't get out of the water. It's just... Uh, he went the, under. The guy, like, calmed the crocodile down and everything. But the, the reporter was also a piece of shit because he was questioning uh, the guy's motives when the guy goes to do like shows with the crocodile and uses the crocodile to make money it's clearly a compassionate relationship and the guy's raising the crocodile and they're having good times together if you can make money with that 
And this guy is going out there to film them to make money for Nat Geo. What a hypocrite, man. And I was so upset. Anyway. And also he's a piece of shit because he was definitely peeing in the water. Do you think if you peed in the water, that would alert a wild animal and they would come over to... To eat you? Because they would sense your fear. Through your pee? Yeah. No, because you're peeing. Because they'd know in some way that you peeing is you being in fear. But that's not always the case. It's for me. Every time I pee, huh. I'm in fear. When, I, when I'm using that toilet out there that the lid doesn't work on. Oh, that one's, well, that one's scary. There you go. I understand. Anyway. But no, I, I think that fear is sensed through like chemicals that are released. Not through your pee. I don't think the there are any chemicals released when you're, when you're fearful. I think it's, it's why people say don't you know, swim around frantically when you're in the ocean because sharks will take that as like a, uh, an animal in distress or a fish in distress. I thought it was more so like when you're on the top a movement of the water thing. and like if you're on a surfboard or something because you resemble a seal. Well, that too. I'm pretty sure that chemicals are released when you really? are I in fear. Everything that you feel is based on chemicals in your brain. You release chemicals when you're afraid. What happens in the brain when we feel fear? How your body responds to fear? Here we go. This is interesting. Um, zombie apocalypse, fluff, freeze, focus, facing our fears. I want to know the chemical things that happen. It's just uh, what happens to your brain when you get scared. It's just like a brain thing. I don't think animals can sense your brain. I, I don't think any chemicals get released when... A signal sent to the adrenal glands in your torso causes them to send out cortisol and adrenaline. The fear response also is a release of glucose into the bloodstream. A power, a power up to get you running for your life. But that's all inside your body. You think animals can sense that exchange of internal... Because well, they always say like that animals can sense your fear even when you're not like... <laughs> I don't... Well, then imagine a grizzly bear. They're like... Uh, stand or no that's a black bear that you stand big and strong a grizzly bear you play dead but a black bear if it knows you're afraid it's going to be more likely to especially if it's with you know cubs it's more likely to attack but you stand big and strong regardless if you're if it's with a cub (laughs) oh yeah but if you stand big and strong there's a chance and you start yelling it's there's a chance it'll run away but uh if it knew that you were afraid the whole time you're doing the big and strong thing wouldn't it just attack you anyway good question these are the kind of questions I need answered. And that's what we're going to find out at Area 51, man. Gold circle. <laughs> Gold circle. Dude, that's just like, imagine just being out in the forest and you see a bear cub. What would you do? If I saw a bear cub, it depends on the bear cub. If it was a black bear cub, I feel like I would have a chance. But if it was a grizzly bear cub, I'm done. But I saw a video of a grizzly bear with her cubs walking along a path and they were just slowly following a guy. They were about, you know, 50 meters away and the guy's just walking backwards, keeping an eye on him the whole time. He's trying to get back to camp and uh, they, the mom wasn't charging him or anything. They were walking, you know, they started to get a little bit faster, um, but they weren't, there's a chance. I think if, if they're with a cub, it's, it's not like they're going to outright attack you unless you scare them. But you're definitely in a lot more danger. But with a black bear, I think I would stand a chance because they're more afraid. 
maybe, and the mom's not going to risk as much. But the grizzly bear, oof, that's tough. I think a black bear would still 100% be able to fuck you up. Well, that's the thing. Certainly wouldn't be 100%, but there's a chance. It would maybe be, I think there's a tw- you have a 20% chance of getting fucked up. With a black bear? Yeah. What about with a grizzly bear? I think that gets raised to 60%. What about a polar bear? Polar bears 100% because they have no, they don't know humans. They're sociopaths. <laughs> yeah, dude, seriously. Dude, polar bears are terrifying. They're incels, dude. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're polar the bears incel are of the animal kingdom. Yeah. I saw a video of a guy in a glass cage out in the Arctic. A polar bear comes up to investigate, starts trying to break through the glass, and he's, I mean, it's not going to get through the glass, but it's like doing everything it possibly can to get to him as a food source because they have no idea what humans are. That's not a natural predator for them because what human besides me lives out in the Antarctic? Mm-hmm. The polar bears are scary. Polar bears live in the Antarctic? I thought they lived in the Arctic. Both, baby. I think. Yeah, there are also polar bears in uh, Alaska, I'm pretty sure, towards the top. Maybe in the Yukon, I'm not sure. Let's see. No, I'm not going to look up anything anymore. Ooh, also, the nope. Emmys are coming They're up on September in the, 14th. Uh, the Arctic. They're in the Arctic, but not in Antarctica? Does that count as the same place when they say the Arctic? Are you certain? Yes. No, dude, there's definitely polar bears in... Are there polar bears in Antarctica? No, they're totally... No, polar bears have never met penguins except in TV commercials. Are you serious? Wait, penguins live... So Antarctica is devoid of polar bears. Mm-hmm. No way! Daddy learned something today. That's insane. That means that there's no land predator in Antarctica. That we know of. Dude, I bet you something scary lives in the deep ocean in Antarctica. Well, I mean, there's fucking leopard seals and shit. Oh, yeah, they're spooky. They're those, huge, Those dude. are fucked. Those are, like, terrifying, dude. Oh, also, orcas probably swim in Antarctica. Oh, yeah, 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 because they kill penguins. There have never been any... Um, I mean, there have been, you know, a couple attacks. Yeah, polar bears are freaky. There have never been any attacks... Fuck. Um, from or like very, very, very few attacks on humans by orcas. Uh, orcas play with humans. Yeah, because I feel like they're like whatever. Yeah, they literally they're very smart. They probably well. Did you know that elephants? Um, the way that they look at humans, obviously, unless they're being threatened, is the same way that we look at puppies. They elephants think that we're cute. How do they know that? Uh, look it up. I believe you fully because elephants are so smart. Dude, they're so smart, and that's an amazing thing to think of. Like, elephants think that humans are cute. I love that. Fact check. Do ele- This is on Snopes. Uh, think humans are cute. Um, it's unproven. Bummer, man. Well, I'm and that's Snopes, it. baby. I would believe it, too, because elephants are... I think, I think it depends on the situation. I've seen course. an elephant play with a baby. Um, yeah, and, like, baby elephants, like, when they sit in people's laps and shit. Yeah. And they're just, like, but they're huge. No, 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 I mean, like elephants play with a human baby or yeah. like be think Pick they clearly think it's fucking cute. <laughs> and then, uh, there's, um, I was watching some guy who was the most beautiful man I've ever seen, super ripped. And he's just helping, uh, elephants and he's doing like, um, doctor stuff on him. And he's like, you're a good girl. And the elephant looked like it smiled after he said that. I love, elephants. I love orcas even more. I think orcas are the fish of the sea. <laughs> <laughs> dude, Orcas are, they're just on another level, dude. They're crazy. Elephants and orcas, both. They're just unbelievably smart, and orcas are cooler. 
Well, elephants are the orca of the land, is what they oh, the aboriginals say. N- orphan. Elephants are the orphans no. of the land. You ever met an orphan? Not that I know. They're not like us. Well, let me tell you. I'm being serious. I've. Uh, I feel like orphans aren't a thing anymore. Dude, whenever I think of orphans, I'm only thinking of like Oliver Twist. <laughs> no, or- orphans. So, somebody mean. clip that. <laughs> you clip that. I feel like orphans feel aren't like or- really a thing. I feel like orchids aren't a thing anymore. Dude, that is the funniest thing I've heard today. And the day just began. We're probably going to hear a bunch more funny stuff later on. You know, we've been going for 57 minutes, and I'm starting to get nice. erection. So... And Steve has to take care of that. He's legally obligated to. I think we're about done for today. Um, next week is episode 100. We'll have a special guest. Um, not that special. Really. Like speak Kib. Well, Kib will be back, but we'll also have a, I think we have a special guest, right? Mm-hmm. Um, not really, like I said, not. Not too special. Not too special. Special in the sense that they're not usually on the show. And that's. Special yeah, enough. Special enough, you know. Um, and we're interested to. And don't forget, if you guys want to support us, our merch is still being sold by RT, and that will directly support us, you know, sharing this podcast and watching it on all platforms. Like the dude last week, when I said, go to an Apple store and put oh, yeah, everything, he and he did, did it. it. That's legendary. Everyone should do that. Be like him. He's a legend, and he's not an incel. Cheers. Thank you guys for watching. Next week will be fun, I think. No, thank you, James. All right, you're welcome. Jesus. Turn the fucking camera on.